Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. As always, you know who's over there. It's my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reg? <laughs> What's up, Ken? We back. Yeah, yeah. I had a, uh, had, had a bye week that uh, I think was was good for us uh, and, and good for the players. Um, oh, I, was it? I don't I, know. I think it was. I we think it was. it was good for the players. Yeah, I mean, normally we look at it and go, you know, if, if you're in the hunt, you look at it and go, okay, this is an extra week to kind of mend a little bit. You know, some of the aches and pains you can you can heal a little bit when it's this this late in the season. Um, but I think it was, I, I kind of think it was a good mental break for for the team. Um, if nothing more than just the frustration level was was getting a little out of hand, which which I'm glad, you know, I'm I'm glad they're they're frustrated. I, I want them to kind of channel that frustration in a positive way. Um, but I think it was a good break for them to get away and not have to answer questions for a week, um, not have to look at horrible film for a week. I, I don't know the results are going to be the same, but I, I think it was. Well, man, it helped. Let me, let me just say this. Go ahead, man. It was a good break for the players and the coaching staff, just but based on the fact of they've been going since training camp, All right? But from a team, the season, the fans. It's, it's not gonna it doesn't mean anything like, i didn't it's tell not, it it's, did it's not I, like I, it's, I, I, it's, no I, all i'm saying is from, from well, I, a, I know but, from, but from my perspective uh, yeah yeah from my perspective i don't care that they had to break or not because it's not like we're trying to mend and get ready for the playoff push I, to, for me it's just it was a probably a, a well-deserved break for the players the coaches and their families just because right. for the most part they've been going since uh since Jul- uh was it August in July, August for training camp into the season and and outside of the Thanksgiving, they've not had a break. So I'm pretty sure it was good for them and their families just to get a little break. But as a fan, as a paying customer, the break did nothing for me other than oh no, the fans yeah. never like the break. The fans themselves, you know, I don't want a break. You know, instead of 17, give me 18 games. Oh no, no, <laughs> I, I'd be cool with the break again if I knew that we were going to take an extra week and get some guys who were nicked up, get them healed up as right. we go down the stretch of the season and, and make this push for the playoff. I would have no problem with the late break, the late bye week. But the bye week, in this case, from an organization standpoint, is not going to get us anything. This is just no, a I, delay. This is just a delay in the ending of the season for us because it's over. Yeah, I, I like I said, I think the players and the, and the coaches were – ready for the break from like i said because things have been going so bad like man i just need some you know you just got to walk away from it for a little bit come back and um i mean they're still playing for their jobs you know i know ron rivera and a lot of the coaches know the writing on the wall but a lot of the players are still um yeah they're 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 putting tape on for the new gm for the new head coach for the new owners um you know a lot of these guys are if, if it's not with washington they're trying to get a contract somewhere well, so, like 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 Fred would say, they're individual contractors, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, a little bit of buzz 
that uh, that happened, I guess, to, within the past 24, 48 hours was an interview with Montez Sweat to the local Chicago press. Did you hear about this? Uh, no. So I don't know the context of the question, but he was basically giving props to uh, the Chicago head coach. Because you remember Chicago, for the most part, thinks – Going back a few weeks, only had two wins or something, right? Right. And they've won a few games since then. And Montez's point was giving giving his flowers and shout out to the coaches and everybody for staying plugged in and and not giving up and rallying and kind of getting it together and still competing. And he's and Montez unprovoked said, you know, like you know, kind of where I was, you know, you know, it was kind of like already looking forward to the season off season. And of course, Washington fans took it and ran with it and immediately start blaming all the coaches. See, I told you Ron had lost the locker room and, and then of course some people were complaining and saying some bad things about the players. And I even, I even tweeted about it. I said, you know, I said, first of all, he didn't say if it was himself or if he's replying to the other player, but the, but the, but Twitter took off and ran with it as if all the players had pretty much checked out. He could have been talking about himself. Right. And he was already looking forward to the season because he didn't say I or we. He said, you know, where I was, you know, it's like looking forward to the end of the season. So he didn't really clarify who. And I made went on and made a point. I said, and let's just assume that he's referring to the players. Everyone is blaming the coaches. How about blame the players who are paid professionals and they've already quit and because they're looking forward to the offseason? So why can't they be held accountable? Right. But either way, Montez made, made, made this, this soundbite and it got people all stirred up and everything. And and look, I get it, man. Everybody's looking for to blame somebody for what sure. went wrong this season. And that's what I was get, getting ready to right. go to. Yeah. Primarily on the defense, because I think regardless of who you blame. For what happened this season, I think most people will point to the defense as being the main culprit as to 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 why this team hasn't been successful. And so to hear Montez talk like that, it just gave the Twitter world and people to just more more stuff to keep complaining sure. and going on. And, and which is another reason why I'm kind of personally, because I'm so looking forward to all the changes that are coming down the pipe. And all season, I'm ready to get to the end of the season at this point because I'm ready for get a new GM. I'm ready for get us a new head coach. I'm ready to start trading away or releasing players who no longer going to be part of the futures, who we're bringing in to start building this thing. I'm ready for all of that at this yeah. point. I'm, I'm, I'm tired because this season is done. I'm tired of all of the negativity. We know we know Quan Martin hadn't played well. We know Emmanuel Forbes hadn't had a great season. We understand the defense can't get a pass rush. We know our offensive line suck. All of these things we're going to talk about continuously over the next four weeks. I'm ready to get past that. Yeah. And let's move on to the offseason. So this whole thing with Montez and whoever else, whatever former player is going to come out and say something, it's just adding fuel to an already burning fire of this organization. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't be surprised, you know, whether it's people that don't get re-signed or get cut, you know, down the road, they'll, they'll say stuff. And it's, it's a year where, I mean, obviously we don't have anything to gauge Sam Howell last year versus this year on, but I think if you go across the board uh, offensively and defensively, 
to a man, you, you would have trouble finding anybody that is playing better this year than they were last year. Agreed. You, you go position by position across the defensive line, linebackers, secondary, uh, offensive line, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends. Um, nobody's playing better. Let's put it that way. Some well, people might be playing even, but nobody's playing better than they were last year. Well, if you listen to Ron, Ron will tell you that uh, Jamie Davis has had an outstanding year. It, uh, and I guess this is where you have to know football because it's not showing up in the, in the stat book. But apparently he's playing quicker, faster. He's reading better. He's reacting to. And, you know, I, I'm going to assume that the tape is not lying, but I will tell you this. It doesn't matter now because he is go he has gone into the offseason. You know, he had surgery. Well, right. he's put on the IR because he's going right. to have surgery. And listen, man, I haven't seen Jamin Davis balling out this year this season, but I tell you what, coming off a of shoulder surgery for a linebacker, when the team is you're gonna be asking the team to pick up your fifth year option, that's not good. That's not yeah. good at all. Yeah. Um like I said. It's going to be an interesting off season. Uh, I don't. I I guess if you like change, and I don't, that's exciting, right? <laughs> I don't like. I change. mean, and normally you like change when things are bad. You don't want you don't want change when things are things are going good. You know, if we're if, if we're just coming off a Super Bowl and you start changing, you know, coaches and players, you're like, oh man, I don't know if we can put it back together. Well, you know, I don't I don't know if we can be much worse. Um, so, so you look at, at change in this scenario as being something positive coming, coming next year. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm well, really excited. In, in, until we get there, I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm really interested. I wouldn't say I'm excited. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll wow. let you know the excitement level as I see things play out. What's um, your number? What's your number? Of excitement? Yes. What's my excitement number? Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, I'm not even going to play the music. This is something where we should play the music for that. No, don't play um, the music. My my excitement number right now is a week four, maybe a strong three. You should, so you're not registering on the scale. That's all I'm gonna say. No, no. If you're, yeah, I'm at I'm at a seven. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. My my, my interest. I'm I'm up there on my interest. My interest. I'm up there at a, you know, seven eight probably pushing nine maybe um, oh yeah I'm, I'm excited but not excitement i mean I, but get, get I, i'm not going to get excited until i see who's there i see what their approach is start seeing some of the moves they make just because they make changes i don't know i mean we've we've made a lot of changes here in 20 years results yeah. haven't, haven't uh panned out so we yeah. shall see well, um, as, as we so open this podcast up uh we talked about the uh the team been on a bye week. And although we did not play, um, Washington moved up or moved down closer to the first pick or moved up, moved you know, how, moved closer to a better pick. Yes. To a better pick uh, during this bye week with uh, teams that are all bunched up together with us um, winning. And with those teams winning, it uh, it allowed us to move into a better position, closer to the first pick. Um, I don't know where this thing is going to shake out, but Washington, as of right now, seems to be sitting in the fourth spot. 
Right. And uh, and I know we'll get into all of that at a later time, but picking in the fourth spot, we're getting into a territory, or we may already be in a territory where organizations are going to have to ask questions about the quarterback position. Um, Sam has done some great things. Sam has played well. Um, this is where the pros get get paid a lot of money to do some scouting, and we all know that. It's not an exact science because there are some guys who fell in the draft that went on to be great players, and there are some guys who were picked in the top five and they ended up not not being worth the crap. Right. But this is where is again one of these things where it's interesting to see how the organization is going to handle the quarterback position because Sam has played good enough to be in the conversation, although he's not played well the past few weeks. He's done a lot of good things, at least within the fan base to be warranted and considered as QB one going to next season, but with a new GM, new head coach, they may be looking at some of these other guys. Cause right now, like I said, we're in, we're in the fourth spot and, well, and, 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 and an unexpected opportunity to pick high. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's the key, right? If, yes. if, you're, if, if we were just outside of the playoffs, if we were, you know, eight and nine and we're picking at 12, 13, uh, it's it's a lot harder to move up and get one of the top two or three quarterbacks. Um, at number four, you you might not have to move up at at, at all. And if you want to move up to one, two, or three, the the cost is minimal compared. Well, to- it, it, it's something that you're able to manage, right? Yes. You give up a a two, a, a number one, a number two, and a number three, whatever the the package ends up being. Um compared to the package you got to put together to move from number 11 to number three. That's a, that's a big, absolutely. Absolutely. And and the point I'm making here is that we're now in this, in this territory to where now the team has to have conversations about what do you do at the QB position? So again, we were helped during the bye week with some teams winning. And now we've dropped down in the, uh, in the uh, uh, draft order. Right. And uh, before this thing is all said and done, man, we could potentially be in the second or third spot. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But but until that happens, you know, we we're moving on to week 15 of the season and uh, Washington will head west to play the Los Angeles Rams at SoFi yes. Stadium. What can you tell us about the Rams, Ken? Well, Rams are the Rams are fighting for a playoff spot. You know, we talk about, you know, how we would be coming off a bye week if we were in the playoff uh, hunt, you know, it'd be a, a break to heal. Uh, that's kind of where they're sitting. Not that they're coming off a break, but they are they're six in the hunt. and seven. Yes, yeah, they're, 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 they're six the and seven. Um, and they've won two, uh, two out of the last three. They lost in overtime last week to Baltimore. Um, so they could have easily, you know, been on a three-game winning streak. And so if you look at it as a, you know, winning two out of three, they're playing better, right? They're they're playing better as the season is ending, and they're trying to stay focused and do the right things to to make it to the playoffs. They're kind of they're the opposite story of Washington, right? Correct. Uh, and 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 you know, kind of going back to what Montez said or how people are trying to interpret it. You know, this isn't just one year of Washington struggle. And this is multiple years. And when you get to a certain point after multiple years, 
Um, you know, Jonathan Allen had a couple comments uh, about his frustration the last couple weeks, and you understand it. I don't want to hear it because I want my star players to. I, I want to hear nothing. They want to be here, and they're and they're fighting like hell. Right, right, right. Even if it's not true, tell me that. Even if it's not true, right? But he, but he's being real, uh, maybe to a fault. But you understand it, you know. We we all you, understand. You, you, you understand it. Um, but again, the Rams are on the other side. Uh, they are six and seven. Um, their defense is 21st. Um, Washington's obviously is 32nd and you say, Oh, that's not a big difference. You know, it, it is, uh, the difference between the 21st and the 32nd, uh, their Washington has given up 105 more points so far this year in that in that amount uh, another 519 yards uh, of offense uh, so there's there's a nice there's a there's a good size chunk between number 21 and number 32 um sometimes you think uh, it's just a handful they're 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 in, they're in the bottom you know bottom third just like you are well they, they, we're, we're in our own category right now this year <laughs> um but uh but one one of the things that you know, from from a bad perspective, for Washington is the Rams have scored thirty over thirty points the last three games, right? So they're they're scoring, and they played against Arizona, which you know you say okay that's just Arizona, but then they played Cleveland and Baltimore, two probably top five defenses. Yes, you know, um, yeah, and, and they hung thirty points on both of them. So, you know, their their offense is going to put up some points. And that's not something that, from a Washington perspective, that you want to hear about a an explosive offense that's grinding out the grinding out thirty plus points every game. Look, man, the Rams is a veteran team, veteran organization. Um, you got a situation where they, to your point, they're playing better. Than how they start out the season, so they're peaking at the right time is what they like right. to say in the sports world. And despite the fact they're six and seven, they could easily be ten and three in terms of the quality of the opponent that we're going to play this week, right? Based on the way they've been playing, correct, correct. So, so yeah, we're going up against a six and seventeen, but they're not playing like a six and seventeen. Um, not, not not right now. Yes, not right now. Not right now. And, you know, Sean McVay being a former coach in Washington, um, obviously I think, you know, teams, teams, players always want to play well against their former team. And the teammates want to help them play well. Right. So no, no doubt that the team is going to want to do something a little special, a little extra for Sean McVay. Um, Sean McVay has been a coach, I think, for the Rams since 2017, I think. 2017, 2019, something like that. But either way, he is – this will be his third time facing Washington. He's one and one. Um, So this will be his third time facing Washington since he's become a head coach. 
And I think the team is going to try to play well for him. Right now, the Rams are favored. I think the last I checked, they are a 6.5, 6.5-point favorite in this game. Rightfully so. And I'm surprised Absolutely. not more than that. I'm surprised not more than that. Yeah, I'm but, surprised a little. Considering we're – it's always harder to travel west. Um, it's, it seems like teams that travel west struggle. Even if they win, they, they struggle. Um, consistently uh, historically and if it had been in washington i could see it being six and a half points but for right. us traveling to la um yeah i'm surprised it's not another two or three points uh bigger than that so yeah so it's gonna be interesting i like i said i i i, I don't think this game is a six six and a half i would i would take the over if I was a bet man, but I'm not. I'm not. I like to keep I mean, my money. We we would take it over for just about any point spread right now with Washington. You know? Agree, um, agree. But, I mean, but if again, I, if I told I, you was, if I told you it was eleven and a half, would you take the over still? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, you 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 you'd be in the you'd be in the minority on that one. Because um, no. I mean that means you know is Washington going to score if they're going to continue and score thirty two points? You know, is Washington going to score twenty one points? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know, but I wouldn't take eleven points. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be a little reluctant to do that. But, but I'm not a gambler, so right, this right. Is, this is why I don't gamble because. And certainly, I'm probably not a betting man against against um, my own team. Got too much invested for me right. to. Oh, I to, agree. I to agree. remove to remove my expectation, my biases, and all those types of things. So I certainly wouldn't would bet uh, Washington. But um, but either way, man. So um, this will be the uh, second game for Ron Rivera calling plays. Um, although we did not look good from a point total against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the people that get paid to watch film claim that Washington looked a whole lot better defensively from a scheme wise, from how players were reacting and responding to certain calls. Um, and it just turns out that Washington, they played 80, 90% of the snaps good and then you give up four big plays, four explosive plays, and all of a sudden you're just giving up 28 points. Right. So the point was you take those away, which I know technically you can't, but if you remove the big play, the defense apparently played pretty good based on the film and the tape. Um, so I want to see now that you know the Rams aren't as explosive as uh, Miami. So I'm curious to see how Ron is going to – how the defense is going to look in game two – for Ron Rivera, because granted that um, when Ron took over the play call, he had just you know fired Jack Del Rio. He had to kind of get his things going and figure out how they were going to do things. A lot was a lot of things were changing, a lot of moving parts as the high-powered Miami Dolphins offense was coming to town. Right. Now they've had since had a bye week and now a full week of practice to kind of get things back back in order and kind of figure out some things they want to do different. So I'm very curious to see how the uh, the defense is going to look um, against the Rams offense. Uh, Matthew Stafford is 13th in the league in passing from a statistics standpoint. And uh, as a whole, their passing offense is ranked 14th in the league. So it's not like the Miami 
number one in the league. But, right. you know, they're still pretty good. They could easily put up some points here. They still have some some playmakers on the offensive side of the ball, a la the rookie. And I'm drawing a blank on his name. And, of course, they still have the veteran Cooper Cup. And uh, so the work is cut out. Cooper Cup and this kid can burn you. Yeah, um, I, I mean, uh, to, to your point, um, Sean McVay can find obscure creative ways. wide receivers. <laughs> Right, he, he can find a wide receiver that all of a sudden you're like, who's who's that guy? Who? Yeah. What? What? Where did where'd you get him from? You know, did, did he even play in college? Because I didn't even hear this guy in college. You know, whoever the person is, um, but yeah, um, Stafford has had. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'll kind of say a down year compared he to has. where he's been the last few years. Um, he's got 19 touchdowns to nine interceptions. That's roughly a two to one ratio. That's that's decent. That's not great. Um, he's only his completion percentage is only sixty percent. Uh, so by by your you know, your top ten, top twelve quarterbacks, that's low uh, for that. Um, so you know, clearly they're still scoring thirty points, right? So it, it, it's good enough to to put the points on. Um, and on, they, on they got healthy. They got healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and def- defensively, um, their like their third down conversion is kind of a, a a challenging point for them, like it has been for Washington. Uh, Washington and and the Rams are both sitting about the same at about forty percent. Uh, the opposing team is picking up a first down on third down or, or third down uh conversions at a 40 percent rate uh, I, I've, I've talked about this before you want to be 35 and below you know 33 and below um and so they're they're struggling like like washington is so uh don't know if if washington can take advantage of that and uh you know extend some drives uh but you know time will tell time will tell here yeah well, I will say this, man, I, and, and you've heard me say this before, Ken, and I know it's not a popular opinion at, at the bar, but I like to see us play good, if I'm being honest. I like to see us come out and be competitive. I don't want to see a game that's blown out. But at the end of the day, I'm fine with us losing this game. Yeah. Right? Us winning, us winning does nothing. Right. Other than make a couple of people feel good. Yeah, uh, I, you know, and maybe some players will probably feel pretty good about going into the next game against, I think, the Jets. But uh, from a big picture perspective, yeah, screw the bye week. You yeah, I'm not really week. worried about wins and losses, honestly. Uh, I I want Washington. I, you know, not that they're going to do it. I want all the young players to be in, right? If you're the second string player. But you're under 25 years old. I want you in playing the rest of the year. Uh, I, w- I want to see what I have. I, I know it's the next regime, um, but I want to see what we have. I want to see that that's four more. That's four games of experience for the guy who's been second string. Um, just because so, you know, yeah, the guy, the guy is better than you. Uh, but how much better is he? Just a little bit better. And and if and if the young kid got these four games and another off season of practice uh, and and training camp, may, maybe they're better next year, right? 
And so that's what I want. I know that's asking too much. I want to see my young players. I want to see Sam Howell. I want to see uh, uh, Jahan. You know, I want to see the, the the young safeties, the young cornerbacks. You know, if if you're healthy and you're playing, I want to see the young guys in and learning. Right, even if you get burnt, even if you make a mistake, I want to see you learn. So agreed. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, bold prediction for you, Ken. Uh-oh. How bold is this? <laughs> Not very bold. Okay. But I'm going to say this. Uh, if we lose this game next week, I think the last three weeks of the season will probably be just that. I think you'll see a lot of a lot of young guys playing. I, I don't think – I think Ron – waving a white flag is not the right thing here, but I think they will probably do some evaluations so you get some of the younger guys in and you probably start seeing some guys play that didn't get a lot of PT during the season. Well, you, you might, uh, <laughs> I mean, you might have somebody like Payne and Allen that come up with, oops, I, I, I got a slight pull on my hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It'd be those, it'd play. be those types of things, right? Yeah. They're, they're nicked up. They're not, injured they're a little dinged up and it's like you know what we'll just hold them out the game it's right right absolutely they'll keep, show up keep, on keep them, so there's so there's not a kyler murray type of injury the last couple of weeks yep. that that mess up for for next season so um and and to a degree i'm i'm okay with it um but again i want to see my young my uh and then and then the people that care will, won't won't be able to say you're tanking It'll, it'll be called it'll be called quote unquote evaluating the young talent AKA, and that's fine. And that's, AKA fine. Well, that's what they did Sam Howell last year right uh yeah and and look what it did for him it's tanking. Right? but everybody thought that we were tanking against dallas last year and sam Howell came out and we won got, got, got himself a opportunity to, at a starting role um, i mean granted they had seen him it wasn't just that one game they saw him in practice um, but until you, you know, in live action, you're like, okay, yeah, what we saw in practice is, is legit here. Uh, let's see what we go with. Um, do you, do you, I, I'm not trying to get to the number, the confidence level here, but what would you think that a couple things that Washington has to do? And I'm not going to even say to win. I'm going to say to, to be in it in the last five or seven minutes of this game. Right against Miami, we didn't think we, we didn't realistically think that there was going to be we were going to be in the game in the fourth quarter. No, right? I had it over. I had it over at halftime. Correct. <laughs> um, but 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 on so, this one, what what do you think? If you had to pick a, a couple things that Washington needs to do to be in the game, and and that's what that's what I want as a fan, right? I want to be in it five seven minutes left, and if we end up losing, because they're because they're a better team, I can live with it at this I'll, point. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it simple and give you one thing. If we're going to have a chance and be in this game on Sunday and be competitive to appease, to appease everybody, the people that want to look good and play well, and the people that want to look good and play well and lose this game, I think the one thing that needs to happen is our offense needs to get back to being the offense that it was early to midway in the season. And what that looked like was a lot of passes. I, like I, I said this a few weeks ago, I don't know what changed, 
But the offense looks totally different. The, the way Eric Bieniemy calls the game, I mean, we saw it on Thanksgiving. We saw it before that. It's like we decided to, oh, we don't want to throw 40 times a game. We want to run 25 and throw just 30. And so the offense looks very vanilla and stagnant. So I don't know that I want Sam throwing the ball 45, 50 times, but I need to see the passing game get back to being somewhat efficient where Sam was putting up 250, 300 yards in a game. And you can do that without throwing the ball 50 times. But if our offense looks proficient and looks like the NFL offense that we saw early in the season, then I think you'll, you'll get the chance and the opportunity to upset the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that I I have seen the last few weeks um, talking about the running backs is the expanded use of B Rob and throwing the ball to him. Um, I, I talked about this last season as the season was starting because we saw how well he was doing in, um, in preseason and training camp. And I'm like, you know, for, for somebody who didn't catch a lot out of the backfield in Alabama, uh, the skill set is 100% there and just wasn't being, wasn't being used. And then we saw it in the preseason two preseasons ago. And I'm like, Oh man, this, this is going to be, this is going to be good. And, uh, Turner never used it. And up until a few weeks ago, uh, the wasn't using it very much. And now it's, you know, now everybody realizes there's a weapon there. Um, so I, I don't disagree that, uh, we need to get somewhat back to where we were. Um, I, I like that we're running the ball, but let's be, let's do it strategically. Right. Yeah. Um, I think getting Terry involved, uh, you, you, you gotta have your best players involved offensively right now. Our best players are probably Sam Howell, Terry and B Rob. Those three players need, need to be involved. Um, on, on a regular basis, they all need to be touching the ball. Um, Sam, you can't throw another pick six, right? You can't be giving away points, e- e- even if it's just it, you can't throw bad interceptions, right? Let's let's just go with that. Uh, if, if it's tipped at the line and it's intercepted, that's not on Sam. I mean, unless the guy's right in your face and you're forcing it. Um, but the sacks are down, things, though. What's that? The sacks are down. They are. They are. Um, yeah. Sam's throwing the ball away a little bit. I mean, th- there are positive things, even though, again, it, it's it's what you're measuring it against um, and, and who you're looking to see, you know, what from what growth perspective are you looking at? Um, but, yeah, I agree. I think offensively, my concerns of us being in the game are more offensively, even though we got the worst defense out there. If we can do the things offensively of, of not making mistakes uh, to give up, you know, sh- very short yardage or, or pick six type of plays or, or fumble. Somebody picks it up and runs it for a touchdown. If we can avoid those and just be me, call a call a strategic game, mix it up, you know, have Sam rolling out a little a little bit more. Um, well, well, again, I, again, that's why I said I think if the offense can get back to looking more like the offense we saw early in the season, that was productive, 25, 35 points type of offense, 
he spread the ball around, whether that's the right. terror, whoever, but the, just looking like a, a, a offense, then I think you'll see a different Washington team and a chance to to upset the Rams. Yeah. Um in, in this game. But that's a big if. Um it is. It I will is. I will say that I'm 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 actually excited for the fact that Sam is probably not going unless they revert the offensive line just craps the bed and goes back to the offensive line that we saw early on. It doesn't look like he's going to break that record. And I really do not want him to break that record. Oh I no. The record no. I think the record is 72 and right now he's sitting at 58. Yeah. So that puts him about oh I don't know. I can't do the quick dirty math on that, but last I checked, whatever the number was, he was about 18. Yeah. sacks away from catching that record and over the next four weeks you know that's about averaging about you know whatever game but he's i don't think he's going to get that record so yeah, yeah. Well, well, so again, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that yeah and, and there's a the record was set with uh 16 games now they got 17 games so uh a little bit harder or a little bit easier to get that record if you're if yes. you're giving up a lot of sacks but um but reg i i think it's that time Let's do it. Let's do it. And, and it's that time. What's your name? What's your number? We're struggling this year, obviously, this part of the season. But I'm interested in in, in where your number is going to be on this. Um, I'm, I'm not expecting you to be at any kind of five or above. But I'm I'm curious on whether it's somewhere at you know a four or a one a zero. Um, I'm gonna let you go first, Reg. <laughs> Curiosity is so great that you couldn't wait, huh? I'm 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 on pins and needles, man. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you know, without further ado, man. Um, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier with the team coming off the bye. I I do believe that it would be it has been refreshing and probably great for the players um and and the staff to be coming off a of bye week to finally get that bye week to be coming off of it um you know i i have personally said that you know winning at this point doesn't do us any good um but i don't i i do not believe that players play not to win because these guys are playing for job. They don't want to put bad film out there for other teams to look at. So players aren't really interested in tanking. So I do believe with a refreshed, refreshed bodies, refreshed mind to kind of go in this last quarter of the season, I think pl the players will play hard. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I do think that what you will see at some point is they will remove the veteran star players, your starters, and probably playing some of your backup guys. And that's how you lose without tanking, if you will. Right. Um, but with that being said, I believe, with all that said, the refreshing and the rejuvenation of players and the staff and organization, and I think they're going to probably look I suspect the team will look as good as they have when I went back and looked was probably week eight when we lost that home game to Philly. Okay. Cause ever since then the offense has been putrid. It has been terrible. Right. But I think the offense is going to look probably about as good against this Rams team 
um, as they did since week eight. But at the end of the day, Ken, we're not a very good team. So I think we lose this game. Okay. And my confidence level is at a four. A four. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I, I wasn't sure how high or low your four was, you know, where you were going to be. And does that surprise you though? Um, no, but I, but I thought that maybe Reggie gave up all hope on the team. Um, not, I'm, I'm giving I'm, it a four, Ken. That's, I mean, that's, that's not a lot of hope, brother. Well, it, compared to a zero or a one or a two, um, yeah, that, that was our, that was where we were last week. Right. Uh, I I'm also at a four. Um, I think we can be in this game. I think we can kind of, there might be a time in the second quarter, third quarter where we kind of, maybe we score and, and, and tie it up and we look at each other and go, where's this, where's this team been all year? Right. Why, why haven't we been playing like that all year? Um, I think in the end we do end up losing. Um, but you know, the, the Rams could have a bad game. You know, we, we have sat there and watched Washington, not so much this year, but in, in past years where we play a team that's not as good as us and we just make a mistake, you make a mistake, you make a mistake. And you're like, how, how are we letting this team in the game? And if the Rams do that, Washington may end up, uh, keeping it close in the end i think we we lose but my confidence level is, is at a four that's not high but it's not disastrous either so it's just that slim possibility that this team shows up and although the rams are trendy upward they're beatable right, right? yeah they're one of those teams that are on the outside looking in they're gonna probably have to try to run the table i mean so they're 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 a better team than than washington but they're not a great team Right. So that that kind of evens the playing field a little bit. And if this team gets back to playing, um, as I pointed out, the way they were in the early part of the season, there's a possibility they can win this game. And that's why I gave it a little higher, higher numbers of four. That's not yeah. very confident, but it's higher than what the numbers have been the past few weeks. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, but with that being said, we'll see how the see how the game goes. Uh, reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, you can catch us at. Duh, two knuckleheads. That's D A two knuckleheads. Uh, Reg, Reggie runs runs most of that. I, it, he'll uh, throw something my way and say, "Oh, did you hear this person said this?" Or we got a new listener, or, or whatever it is. Um, hit hit us up on on Twitter. That's probably the best way to get hold of us. Uh, anything else you got, Reggie? That's it, man. Let's let's go out to L A. and see what we can do. All right. Till the next. I guess we'll do the, the post game, but until then, peace out, knuckleheads. Peace out, y'all.